Welcome back, episode thirty-eight, Rangers of the Grid, and you know it's been what it's been been sixteen, fifteen days. Been a little bit of a break. Little 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 random break. Uh, Life got busy, got real busy, but you know what? We back. Um, We moving, we grooving, we doing a few things. And what's good, dog? How's it been? It's been good, man. It's been good. Just back in the swing of things at work and waiting to hear I'm going to be going back to school. CSU's on strike and all that. So, oh man, just you know what? It's always well, it's tough a, when you when your future is hands to someone else. When yeah, someone, when someone else has your future in their hands, it's always tough, dog. Yeah, not much you can do about it. You know, you're just gonna deal with it. Roll the punches as they come. What else are you going to do, right? That's all I can do. No, I'm going to send a nasty email. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. What's that going to do? Nothing. Exactly. Guess like, what? Ain't nobody going to check it because they all strike. They all strike. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, we back. Um, I, I was on an annual trip with my students in the mm-hmm. wilderness. Uh, your boy was walking. I, I screenshotted him and sent him to my wife during this because it was kind of mind blowing. I guess how much I was having to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The first one of the first days, I had to walk s- almost sixteen thousand five hundred steps. It's about okay. seven seven and a quarter miles. Burned three thousand calories that day just walking. It's always fun. And then the next day, I walked eighteen thousand steps. And I burned 3,200 calories just walking. Yeah, dude. Uh, hiking. Y'all be walking. Yeah, and I tell the students that. And it's always funny to me. Um, I'm not discriminating because I was that kid. Mm-hmm. I, I was a chunky kid. Luckily for me, though, I was very athletic. I played multiple sports. Yep. Basketball was my main sport, so my feet were good. We have students. It's always funny. They're struggling. They have to hold on and miss the carry-on as we're going uphill. And I tell them, just hold on. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. They're like, my feet hurt. And I'm like, I told you not to wear them Jordans out here. Why would y'all even bring Jordan? They must got money, dog. I'll be like this. Don't bring these shoes. Be out here in nature. It's going to be muddy. It was like... It was like snowing up there before y'all even went. The first night, it was raining like as if someone was just pouring buckets on everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like it, it was fun. Like I had a great time. I had a blast. I got to bring out an old alter ego, Reggie Bright, at fun night. Oh. Well, they, let's just say they turned all the lights out on purpose because of it. It was fun. I had a great time dancing to some random reggaeton music they had on. Okay. Because that's how we get down there. Shady Creek on a fun night. <laughs> yeah, had a blast. Uh, but now we're back here, Rangers of the Grid. Um, we told you guys the last time we were on, we are going to talk about Dino Thunder. And Dino Thunder, to me, holds a special place. Not even just for me, but I know that that's my, you know, the other host of this podcast, like, favorite. Right, Marcus? Like, this is literally your favorite. It literally is. It's a season I can watch new. It, I mean, obviously, 
it's the season I have watched like the most times. But like I never get tired of it. It's like you know sometimes you'll watch something and be like, uh, here's this part again. Okay, now we gotta get through this. Like with Dino Thunder, I am never bored. Like that, you know, I've told you too, like how when it comes to like, uh, like how I watch like seasons, like a lot of times I'll skip through the fight scenes because there's nothing like really being like talked about. It doesn't really add to the stories. Dino Thunder is different. They have a lot oh, yeah. of story stuff going down in the fight scenes. Yeah, like <laughs> you're you're completely right because Dino Thunder to me was at the time too. I felt relatable. Yes, like it was a relatable show in that, like when I first saw it, I was like, I can actually kind of see bits of myself in in mm-hmm. movies, you know and. You don't always get that, especially, you know, at the time this show was made, right? This show is in 2004, you know, it goes from February to November. So literally the end of my eighth grade year going into high school, Mm -hmm. you know, and for me personally, that's just like a, that's a really weird time, right? Like it's a really weird age. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like almost like the most formative age in a sense. It was, and it was just funny because, and you know, we this episode we're, we're really just talking about the beginning of it, right? The first two episodes yeah. kind of set the stage for everything. But um, I'll just say, like when when I saw Tommy in there, I was very much like taken back, right? Almost like I guess you'd say childhood, childlike, right? Yes. But <laughs> um, it's funny because, like, I am like, oh, I'm still in eighth grade, right? I'm in middle school. But, like, I have to transition to high school, which is a whole nother environment. Yeah. Right? And that's where it's. I almost started relating more to the Rangers themselves then. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're in that space. Yeah. This was, um, and plus this was, I mean, I remember for me, this was the season that brought me back to Rangers. Like You've said that. Mm-hmm. Because Ninja Storm, so I remember watching, like, I was still always like that kid that was like, yeah, I still watch Power Rangers, you know, and all the other kids. I remember some kids in like first grade being done with Rangers and being like, this is too. Oh, yeah. Like Like, I told you, Marcus, I I couldn't even like it's weird, like because we're kids. Right. And every kid wants to like have friends and seem cool. I couldn't. I had to stop talking about Power Rangers around like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And so I think it was really like third grade was when like the holdouts of like the final like the last few kids were still kind of talk would watch or talk about it but then so now here we are for me this was seventh grade um well really uh but then i still watched was that was when dino thunder came out but really like when ninja storm was happening i was kind of like eh, and i started to fall out of it and i actually never finished ninja storm but wow. I mean, i've gone back I've since gone back and watched it all the way through. And I'm like, holy crap, this is an amazing season. It was. Um, but Okay. One of my favorite seasons. It's a it's an amazing season. And me I and that Red Ranger it. looked a lot alike my freshman year. <laughs> yeah. It'll be that's a, that's gonna be a fun season to dive into. 
But um, with Dino, so I remember I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. This is it. I'm done with Rangers. But then, like, I remember seeing the character promos for Dino Thunder. Mm-hmm. And it was this one that they had with Tommy. And I'm like, wait, what? And, then, and I remember them saying, Tommy's back. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That gotcha, huh? And I remember trying to figure out, like, okay, when is it airing? Where is it airing? I got to watch this. Because Rangers airing was at, like, a weird flux. It kept, like, shifting. It was on, like, ABC Kids, like, on on Saturday mornings. Sometimes it would be on Sundays on, like, Mm -hmm. ABC Family. So it was, like, this weird, I never knew where it was. So I didn't actually get to see... Dino Thunder, I think until like I think I missed the premiere. I missed the so I never saw the premiere episodes. And I think I only saw I kind of came in on like episode three or four. So right before Tommy came back. Which for me was fine. And it wasn't until like I remember dude, they were coming out with uh like volume sets of the season. It wasn't the full season, they only went up to like I think episode 20 or whatever about maybe halfway mark of the season, but they were releasing them on like VHS and then DVD. And I remember dude, I was getting those and I finally saw that beginning and like those first two episodes, which is what the main focus of this episode is about. And dude, those two episodes are great. <laughs> um, I still like this season to me is great too, because it kind of continued on the whole we start with three. Yes. Which is very different, right? Like very different than what they've done. Luckily the season before this, you know, that's what they did too. They start with three, right? They add more as they go on. Um, But like, I don't know. They kind of just, they, they hit on certain cylinders and let's start off with them. who who are these people, right? Who are who are the mm-hmm. Power Rangers? And we got Connor McKnight is the Red Dino Ranger. Ranger. We got Ethan James, the Blue Dino Ranger. Shout out to Four Brothers. Yeah. And then we got Kira Ford, who is the Yellow Dino Ranger. And the cool part is too is that their characters are just I feel like all different. Oh, a hundred percent. Like this was the thing that was interesting too. Like a lot of also. You have to realize the thing about Dino Thunder, this is a return to them being teenagers. Mm-hmm. We haven't had like teenager Power Rangers really since I mean what maybe Turbo in space. Because remember at the beginning of In Space, they were still supposed to be like they're still kind of going to school for like a few episodes and then they just dropped it. I think you're uh, right, it's turbo. And then after that, they that's when we got into like the career, like young adults in the sense of like, mm-hmm. you know, Lost Galaxy. They were all like working for Terra Venture, Lightspeed Rescue. Those were adults. You, you can't tell me they weren't adults, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, Wild Force, and then Ninja Storm. I believe, if I remember correctly, they started off, they were supposed to be, like, there were mentions of them being in high school, but it was never shown, it was never talked about, and then eventually just kind of, like, cut. Like, I think it only popped in for maybe that 
first like episode. But here we are, teenagers again. And not only like this is the thing, they're not friends. Yeah. Like normally they always start off like there's at least like with Turbo. Like Ashley and Carlos knew each other. Cassie and TJ became friends. Justin's just thrown in there, like, you know, he's a little left over. Even in Mighty Morphin, they were all friends. Yeah, now they all had different personalities, but still all different friends. This yeah. time, they're legit. Like, they're not friends at all. They have their own little cliques that they hang out with, but they have to come together for that. And I think they're, they're very similar to, like, the, the beginning of the 2017 movie. Yes. Like, when I see that 2017 movie, I was like, this is Breakfast Club. This is Power Rangers, and then this is like you know, Dino Thunder all in one. But yeah, like the 2017 movie, even though it was like based off Mighty Morphin, let's be real, the whole like premise of it was totally like Dino Thunder Breakfast Club. Like the kids, especially they're not friends; they're all from different walks of life, different cliques, and all that. And they're in like detention. Well, I mean, Dino Thunder was detention. That's the Breakfast Club part. With the 2017, that was more of like the um, only a few of them were in detention, but then at the end, they were all just hanging out in detention. So. Yeah, because and, and, and like you said, they were all different. Like they weren't yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. You know what? You had a uh, was it Ethan? Right? It was a smart kid, right? Yeah. You had a little rock star on Kira, and then you had the athlete mm-hmm. with Connor, which, <laughs> um, you know, this is 2004, so it's still the stigma of the athlete's the star, the athlete's the Red Ranger. Dude, and plus, too, like, let's look at their tropes, bro. Those were all kind of, like, the big things at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, like, Connor playing, like, soccer. Right now, that may seem a little kind of, like, okay, but dude, back then Beckham was like it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that I know was... all, all the young kids talk about like uh, Messi and right Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. They love these guys, but like like you were saying, Marcus, before then, yeah, they like Beckham. Yeah, that we had that movie. That was like soccer became huge because of him. Like he put soccer on that. Like he turned it from just like an overseas sport to a global sport. And I know that sounds weird and very like American, but like it's the truth. It was only like in every country, big in every country, except for America. Once it hit America, now it's a fully global sport. Um, but he made that popular here in the US. So it's like once he came over to the LA Galaxy, so you know, they're having their Red Ranger be like, you know, soccer player. Plus, let's be real, dude. Homie kind of looked like Ashton Kutcher. He always reminded me of Ashton Kutcher, too. Oh, and he was popular at the time. Like, yeah, Ashton Kutcher was big at the time and the hair, like, you know, that kind of... That, that hair was what a lot of those guys look like. Yeah, that 70s style hair. I'm like, it's such... Like, Dino Thunder is such a capsule, like a time capsule in the sense of, like, how that, like, early 2000s, like, early to mid-2000s were. Like, well, and Kira's, era. like, trying to be like Avril Lavigne. Yeah, like, they even make mention of that, like, throughout the whole series. But it's funny, like, she they like at first they say oh she's trying to be like she's the Avril wannabe, and then I know in later episodes they call her like they say oh you're you're upset because you're not gonna do the next Hillary Duff, yeah you know 
Uh, but really, and this is me looking back now, and I know this is Dino Thunder predates this. If anything, I, uh, Kira would have been more like Haley Williams from Paramore. Like she starts off as that, like kind of edgy, because Kira softens up throughout the se- season. Like at first, she's that full blown kind of like edgy rocker girl to them by the season. She's like more like, I'll wear a dress. <laughs> You know. Well, let, let's start off too. Like the way this whole thing started is, you see, like we, you see Tommy, bro, right? Like that's how like they get the hook in the show. By the way, when you talk about starting hot, I don't know of any other Ranger season, possibly besides Cosmic Fury, that has started this hot. Yeah, because you put the guy out there right away, bam, mm-hmm. and. It's just like a sidebar of like, oh, you're a high school teacher. No, you're just not any high school teacher. You're a paleontology teacher. Right? Paleontology, like, bro, like what high school has that? And like you're a and you're a doctor. And we've only been away from your high school graduation for maybe not even a decade. But also, I didn't know you went back to school. Right? <laughs> I thought you were crazy. Race car driver, stock car driver, mm-hmm. whatever, Tommy. What's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah, here? I the same thing. So I found that interesting. Yeah. Right away, cool teacher, right? Yeah. He's a cool teacher because he freaking takes them out for detention to do something. Yeah. Right? And of course, right, Marcus? Um, Rangers can't go anywhere outside. No. I love you how know. that has still kind of followed them. Like even before it's like Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like once once you are a Ranger, yeah, you can't go anywhere. But this is before they're Rangers. Like it's just following Tommy in a sense. Isn't it just funny though? Because like <laughs> they go to do this thing, you know. He looks mm-hmm. different, right? He's Tommy, he has short hair. Yeah. Like we we noticed that with Forever Red. Yeah, this we're back to short, spiky hair, Tommy. But now he got the little, got his little line. Yeah, he's got his no comment. I'm not gonna say it here. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> he is Doctor Tommy Oliver. Yep, glasses on, which makes him smart because he's doctor, right? Right. Um, right. All the tropes, like you said. Uh, now he has this. They go to a museum, right? They notice that the museum is run by a certain person. Automatically, mm-hmm. is like it like ticks something in his head. But what I found always interesting in watching this back now, by the way, not only can you watch these back on YouTube. Yep. Pluto. Mm-hmm. Pluto TV for anyone out there. I think Pluto TV now has Power Rangers all the way up to RPM. Yeah, and it's twenty four seven. Well, yeah, like you can go on the on-demand library and just like... Yeah, it's... So now I really have no excuse to not watch RPM. But anyways... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, didn't you find it weird that there was like a robotic T-Rex right away? Yes. Like, I found it weird, but also like, Dino. Like, here we go. Like... Okay, and I know it like this clip has gone down in like infamy, 
of like when like the T-Rex statue comes behind the thing. Like and Tom's like, what happened to the statue? And like, but let's be real. Also, when they pull up, I get this is 2000. I know it came out 2004, but it's like 2003 CGI. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know something's up with that dinosaur when it's just standing there. Like looks all animated, you know, a little cartoonish. But then also from the promos, I mean, it's in the like the opening video for the for the show. Like it's chasing Tom. You see it chasing Tommy. Mm-hmm. But then it curves the thing right there, and he's like, "Where's that?" And it's just right here. Like, oh, I'm right here. Legit roars in his face, and homie kicks it. Yeah, hits it with a spin kick, and it's actually phased. Like the fact that he jumps up. Kicks this robotic, which I mean, unless we like we find out it's a dinosaur later, but for all we know right now, this is an actual T Rex. Mm-hmm. This is an actual T Rex, and Tommy legit kicks it, spin kicks it in the face, and it is actually like phased to the point to where it like stumbles back and gives Tommy enough time to run to his car, like deal with it not starting automatically, and buckle up and lock the door and all that, and give a little. This is my thing too, like the running, the chase, right? It's always the chase with the T Rex. Every right. movie does this at Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. right? Which is amazing, by the way. Like, shout out to Jurassic Park. It's like knocked out. <laughs> yeah, and I think what's funny though too is because, and this is the thing for me that ruins because I'm a big dinosaur person. I love dinosaurs. I read up on that's why you're so them. smart. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, for I, real, uh, there's a new study actually out. Really? Yeah, I have to send it to you off air. But uh, if anyone's okay. listening to this, there's a new study that came out saying that people that are like su- uh, really into dinosaurs and like care to like look up things about dinosaurs are usually have a little higher IQ than the rest. Oh, well then. I'm well, then. Not, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was just a little bit of some autism or something. I don't know. It still is. They, they've been trying to. It's been trying to catch you since you was seven, dog. It's here now. <laughs> just accept it. But no. Um... Sure, sure, sure. Fabulous. <laughs> but uh, um, this thing that I saw, like I literally just read this other because, like, the big thing now with dinosaurs is they're saying how, like, they had they had to have had a lot like feathers. You know, they're not. They weren't just these scaly things. So there are feathers for them. Chicken, okay. huh? Ch- little chicken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, of course they had to have feathers. They obviously probably didn't sound like the massive roars that we're used to. Yeah. Um, but then also, they weren't that fast and as big as Jurassic Park makes them seem. The raptor, like, right? Isn't the raptor heck of tiny? It's the like the biggest one would be maybe four foot tall. Mm. They're not these like, you know... And a T-Rex is, yes, they're big, but they're not as big. Like, like, um, And that was kind of like a joke in the last Jurassic World movie when he's like, oh, they always make them bigger. Well, yeah, because they did. They made them bigger to make them seem scarier. And yeah. regardless, they're scary regardless. I don't get too Oh, yeah, yeah. But like. It's like a standing one, shark. Please, huh? It's like a standing shark with arms. Yeah. But like, also, they weren't that fast. Like at the most, a T Rex could they said could run maybe fifteen to twenty, possibly twenty, 
if they and that's them like fully exerting and it's only going to be for a short second so t-rex's top speed is 15 miles per hour so now that i know this i'm watching this i'm like tommy you could have dusted that dude unless you just in first gear the whole but no it's just when i saw that and it's chasing tommy in his jeep and then it hits the bridge and that crumbles and all that i'm like are you not thinking like okay there's just a massive dinosaur now first of all it has to be like taken away and handled you know yeah but then also i'm just like and is nobody gonna report like this damage to this bridge like what if people were there everywhere tommy goes dog places just get tore up right and i think that's something when we dive in on Tommy's part of the character, because I know he's not the focus of this episode, but when he be, we do his focus episode of Dino Thunder, I got a lot to go in on Tommy about. I do. Good. But well, it, it's interesting, right? That that happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, whoa, okay. This is mm-hmm. a lot. The kids, you know, like, of course they fall into a sinkhole. Yeah. Right? Like, of course, they just fall in these caverns. Man, this weird high-tech layer, huh? Like, whoa, like, how did we get here? Yeah. And then they find the glowing gems. Weird. It's almost like the 2017 movie is very similar, right? Um, but to me, it was very just like a like looking back at this. It was like, oh, okay, they find this room, and it's like a... I know they said the whole thing of like, oh, I don't... Like Kira said, I don't want to be here when whatever lives here comes back. Mm-hmm. I get that, but it's just like a well, how are you gonna find your way out? Like, you're not just gonna follow these steps up here, like, you're gonna go back through the woods. Yeah, you're but, right, though. Like, how they're gonna find their way back, but why not? And I also thought, too, like, I get, like, I get it's it's the whole this is a kid's show, so of course they're gonna yep. just take the color things. Why not just take that whole thing, like, hey, dude, we found this. Yeah, and they also <laughs> they find these they find these gems, right? They uh-huh. do that, but then they get attacked. Yes, of course. Right, of course they get attacked, right? And oh man, suddenly I have powers. You know, suddenly I'm strong. Suddenly I'm fast. Mm-hmm. I can make sounds with my screams because you know I'm a rock star singer. Yeah, we got we got and, Black Canary, The Flash, and Luke Cage all in one. Yeah. Yeah, like literally, like, oh man, they can't hurt me, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And it's just funny because it's always that's such a teenage thing to act like nothing happened. Yeah, when you're when it's all done, like, oh no, don't tell nobody secrets. Right. Like I saw that too. Now at first I was like, because I remember watching that. I'm like, yeah, you don't tell anybody. I'm I'm exciting with Ethan. Like, yeah, you're gonna end up on some table being dissected and all this. But looking back now, I'm like. No, you should. They should have told Tommy. Mm-hmm. Right. But away. this is also me being the adult now. Like, but I was like, yeah, God, these freaking kids don't tell nobody. But they also don't know he's who he is. Exactly. And I love how, like, at the beginning, we see this as like Cassidy and Devin, mm-hmm. who are the kind of Vulcan skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the and rule. We, and we get the retu- like. This is Katrina Devine, the actress who plays Cassidy. She was also in Ninja Storm. As one of Lothor's nieces, but it's like she's coming back because this is also. I a was a fan teenager. too. As a, I was a fan as a teenager. Dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up my alley. 
there's you see this kind of trend with starting with like this because now we're like in the second season of the Disney era and you see this trend of like recurring like actors coming in. Well like um the the lady that plays Haley, she's in Ninja Storm for a brief minute too. Yeah, she's in Ninja Storm. Um the guy who does the voice of uh well so the black guy from RPM, the general, the Red Ranger's mm-hmm. dad, he was in Ninja Storm as like a sensei there. He's he does the voice of Zeltrax and Dino Thunder. Like he was in SPD. Like you get these recurring actors here. And she's kind of almost the start of that with you know her character. But um her whole mission, of course, they're the comedic relief, the comedic duo, the Vulcan skull, if you will. But like her, she's all trying to dig into Tommy. Like, you too young to be a doctor. How are you supposed to be teaching us? You know? And and then later on, right before we get to this end of the first episode, we see uh, she's telling Devin straight up, like, yeah, I called Angel Grove High, and they won't tell me nothing about him. So I like that we're getting these little, like, kind of, like, layers and, like, built upon. And that's that. interesting, by the way, because Angel Grove High won't tell you nothing about him. So what did they find out eventually? What did they I, know? I, I don't remember his identity being revealed. It never was. And so to me, I always felt like maybe after, um, well, because obviously, let's be real, Bulk and Skull knew who he was in Forever Red. Mm-hmm. They knew who he was, like, but I feel like after the in space thing, like Countdown to Destruction when TJ and them revealed mm-hmm. themselves, I think it then possibly, obviously, off clicked start clicking but like yes and then people just kind of knew and then it was like a, a, oh because they never really hung out in angel grove again right exactly yeah like it was and, never yeah so i feel like that kind of clicked in a sense for people and then especially yeah by forever red i feel like people kind of then knew who tommy was in a sense yeah probably um it is interesting to me though that like I guess this will go. I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll save that thought for when we review this whole season. Yeah. But so you're right. Like that, the episode one kind of ends a little different, I feel. Well, yeah. Little like, you know, Tommy senses something's up, but also we get like, I don't know, someone, who was who it? The one uh, with Kira, the dinosaur? Was, was it Mezagog already? Yeah. Yeah, so it was right at the end. Kira. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what did you think, by the way? Like, first impression of Mezagog. Great design, first Great of all. Great design. Look like a, like. A, a better version of the Goombas, if you remember from the <laughs> Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has that sort of look. But um, I was like, okay. Like, he looked like a villain. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I mean, I know he was, but I'm like, this is a great like because a lot of times in Rangers, these kind of monsterish villains, like the head boss ones, sometimes are just these kind of like stoic things that let's be real, they mouths don't move. Or they just kind of light up or something in them while they're talking. Like you could see this guy. He felt menacing. He looked scary. Like this was to me 
he is one of the all-time great villains. Um, but yeah, you see him, you see, uh, and then they kidnap Kira. And she gives up her dino gem. She's like gave it to Connor and Ethan, which yeah. takes her to the start of the second part of this is you're legit like, oh, well, we should go tell Dr. Oliver. Yeah, which to me right away is like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, like when they go and then they're like, oh, look, a dinosaur statue. <laughs> like, And then it's like the same thing all over again. Like, you know, he pulls down the T-Rex jaw. Th- this is my thing, though, too. Like, he, he basically tells them, like, who they're fighting. Yeah. Tyranno drones, part of his creation, right? He goes into the spiel about that and all mm-hmm. the dinosaur DNA technology. Right there is where I guess I can put this in. Okay, bro. Forever Red wasn't that long ago. Okay, you said a few years ago. Mm-hmm. This is where we we, we don't have some tie-ins. Yeah, because, dude, Forever Red would have been at least two, what, two years? Yeah, because Wild Force was before Ninja Storm. Yeah, Wild Force, Ninja Storm, Dino, th- so. Right? I know, at the most three years, three, but there is that artist that we follow on Instagram, Toku J, the guy that's been making all those uh, redesigns of the Rangers, mm-hmm. after he completed the Dino Thunder team, he actually, to him, I mean, he gave this, like, his version of, like, the lore of how Tommy became Tommy, mm-hmm. and, and like, how he got to Dino Thunder, or, like, how, to, sorry, not Tommy became Tommy, but how Tommy became Dr. Oliver. And it's just like, okay, this makes sense. It makes sense. Like Mercer was using him, like because people knew who he was, you know, and all that. So he gives a little backtrack on that of like what could have happened. And I know they think they do go in a little bit of it on the 30th Ranger special, like that graphic novel that came out that dealt with Tommy and Kat's wedding. Oh, yeah. So like even that gives some kind of history. Of how he became from like a, you know, he literally went from I'm a stock car driver to now I'm kind of like the lead Power Ranger guy, like Nick Fury of Power Rangers to now I'm a high school science teacher with a PhD. With a PhD. And I'm going to go teach this high school class that this must be a private school because like they ain't doing that here in these public schools. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I do like that he goes into the whole thing of what's going on, right? What happened, mm-hmm. like his his uh, partner, which right away when he tells about his partner and this and that, like it makes so much sense that why he was tripping, like how is this museum by him? Like that makes that that doesn't mm-hmm. add up, right? Yeah, but he's not straight up telling them, and that's the thing. No. He's he's very quiet about it. Yeah, because like he doesn't. I mean, he like we said, secretive, right? Everybody's secretive here. He's like because they don't trust each other just yet. Yeah, and it's almost like he's like Batman in a sense. Yeah, he doesn't want them to know unless like he realizes, oh crap! Like I have mm-hmm. to tell them now because like they have these things. Yes, and like it's time. And by the way, when Mezogog orders, like, and sorry if I'm going ahead, but like when he orders an attack right on the city because she got loose, right? She got away. Mm-hmm. Cause it's taco night, dog. 
It's taco night. Dog. She got uh, it. It's taco night. She, uh, I just found it really interesting that he unleashed the Zords. Yeah. So, you know, like he he knows what the power of those things have right away, which told you mm-hmm. they were special. Mm-hmm. And they had the power of the Zords to the point now, like we're saying, now, like Batman, okay, crap, we're in this situation. Now I have to give you, like, here we go. Like, we got we to gotta get on this. Here's your morphers, right? Like, mm-hmm. which to me, I'm like, oh, you just have these, dog? Oh, you, you yeah. ready? You ready at all times? Like, who, who was you waiting on? Yeah. Like, what was the point of this? Like, why was this happening? Yeah. Um, and that was the thing, too, that, that goes into the, like, this, like, when Toku J did, like, his version of the lore. Mm-hmm. Of that it's like, he, when he found the gems, he knew, oh, I could possibly use these. Like, this will be greater dino power, in a, you know? Mm-hmm. And he built it, obviously, like, because a lot of people have always made, like, the connection, or, like, made a connection of how similar the Dino Thunder symbol of like the footprint looks to like the dragon coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was him kind of like updating things in a sense and you know, also paying homage to like his OG team of rangers and all that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he did make this. So it was almost like a just in case type thing. It was supposed to like the way he Toku J made it sound in his lore, which I think this was a great way of putting it, was this was almost like a fail-safe, a nuclear option. Yeah, no, and to me, like, I guess, you know how, like, we, we talked about Hexagon? Yes. Okay, and Hexagon was supposed to be out for red, but it didn't. We went into Ninja Storm. Uh-huh. Right. Don't you think then, because of like the way they had the morphers ready and this and that, there's almost like a I don't want to say a version of Hexagon, but that's when they started thinking like we need to be ready. Yeah, no, a hundred, and I think too that still goes into the whole thing that kind of Hexagon was trying to build upon of Tommy as this Nick Fury type character of always having these um, fail safes in a sense, you know. Yeah, because like I, I got that vision from him or like that whole thing from him in Forever Red. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of gone, right? It was gone with the uh Ninja Storm. Yeah. Like not not much was done with about that stuff. Nothing then, at all. Like but then in it, this one, we definitely got mm-hmm. the vibe right away. Mm-hmm. Like Ninja Storm made Rangers, like in the world of Ninja Storm already, Power Rangers have become like something like in comic books sort of fictitious not sure if they're real which a lot of people thought was like oh okay maybe this doesn't exist in this world you know mm-hmm. maybe it's just like a separate universe type thing but then cuz also there were no there were no connections made to past seasons no mentions but i think that ultimately has to do with the fact that when Disney completely moved production of the show from, you know, LA to New Zealand. Now you're on the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to do something new. But I think the smart thing with bringing Tommy back is, and this is the thing, 
Dino Thunder is not a legacy season in the sense of it's not an anniversary season. It's not like a five-year or a 10-year one. But this is completely it's a an 11. Yeah, but it is fully a legacy season, though. Like it's this is in a sense a sequel to Mighty Morphin. It has a lot of the qualities, right? Like, yeah, besides the teenagers and high school, um, but just it has the, that the dinosaurs, the dinos, Tommy, of course, being in it, the connection, but it's, like, but it's also like a lot of this stuff. And I like, I'll get more into this and my thoughts on this is all built because of him, yeah. You know, don't you also think too, Marcus? Consequences. But don't you think too, uh. When you look back at Power in your seasons and you want a connection to the original and you need a person for the whole season, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you think of that original like group? He's the only one you could pick for the whole season. Yeah. Well, yes. But and like I'm not and I'm saying solo, like no one else is coming this season. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Uh yeah, be him. because with the with the latest Netflix special that they did, right? Once and always. Like that worked because there were so many of them. Because it was a team. Yeah. Where so you're like, only getting one. And I think, I mean, the only other person that has pulled this off, which to me is my number, I mean, on the level of Tommy is coming back in that and giving those connections, Adam. No, but it, I'm saying for the whole season. No, I know. I know. But it's different. I know. Because it's like Adam has done it for In Space. The two-parter of once a ranger, always a ranger, for the 15-year anniversary. Yeah, but and then this Jason. is 33. This is like 33 episodes. I know. Like yeah, no one. <laughs> no, it's you're like right. a hard thing to do. Like to me, so they were smart on who they picked, which probably thought out methodical of like, yo, we gotta figure out how to get this guy back in the fold. But like I you would've... said, Marcus, like um, like you said before, Power Ranger seasons they know what's next a lot at the yeah. time. So like they knew this was kind of it. We're moving over. And now we got to do Ninja, uh, Ninja Storm because this is going to be Disney now. Right. Yeah. So like they already were going to have their planned, I assume, with Ninja Storm, you know, mm -hmm. like Ninja Storm's coming and there's not much, you know, they could do. Right. With that being like available because what wild force ends in November, 2022, right. Mm -hmm. With Ninja store starting when this Ninja storm starts, Ninja storm starts February, 20, uh, 2003, by the way, all these seasons are always February to November. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but like to me, they already knew. So they already had Ninja storm basically filmed. Yeah. Okay. So once Wild Horse got done and they saw all the Forever Red stuff, I bet you they already went in discussion with Tommy of like, hey, man. Like, Dude, for me, I was like, I would love to have, like, to talk to Jason David Frank about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what were the conversations of this? Like, what was the conversation had that was like, hey, we're doing a season. We want you to come back. And you're going to be just this, this is like the character now where we're taking him, you know. What was yeah. that like? I would love to yeah. talk to like. Obviously, not going to happen. 
But like, even any of them, like, dude, Kevin Duhane, like, if he knows, like, I would love know. to get him on. Oh, I know, dude. That's a guy we got to reach out to because he's very active and open about his love for Power Rangers. Yeah, especially this past year with like the Ranger Month, Power Month, whatever. Like he was all like brought back to it, and I'm just like, yeah, dude. He's someone I would really love to talk to about too. We talked to him like, about that, and then Four Brothers, right? Like, hey, dog, you was in my favorite season of Power Rangers, and then follow that up with one of my favorite movies, Four Brothers. Mm-hmm. I still want to wear one of those jackets that either Victor Sweet has or Bobby Mercer at the end of the movie and just walk in the cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor but Sweet. I would say the line, but I'm try- trying to, you know. <laughs> y'all, if you watch the movie, y'all know the end. Of them. Mm-hmm. Don't thank me. Thank, thank mother. Victor. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, the Zords are out. And it's a nightmare. Here's your morphers. Yeah, it's a nightmare for you. Yeah, which is so random, right? That's not like, that unlike never, Power Rangers. Yes, this is like the first time that rain. I mean, it's not the first time Rangers have fought at night. There's always episodes like that, and I think it is more prevalent. Like if you notice, um, whenever they do have nighttime footage of Rangers, it's usually Japanese footage, but so it's Sentai footage. But in America, there's not really that many nighttime fights. No. Um. I know, I, I know Wild Force had one. Cool. Yeah, um, and that makes sense, too, because, like, they're, like, in a forest. Like, I don't know. They're, yeah. like, in the Amazon rainforest. No, no. It, it happened during the day on, like, a rooftop thing. Yeah, yeah, But, like, with Ninja... But, not Ninja Storm, but with Dino Thunder, it was, like... It was funny, because, like, the sky... It was, like, the middle of the day. Uh, Zeltrax's ship shows up and turns it dark. And they're, like, ooh, now there's all these clouds, and it's dark again. But hey, I guess it's just gonna roll over and make it completely night now. Okay, whatever. But I think it was co- it was cool though because it was just like it was something different, you know. Yeah. Um, I think too that when they gave them the morphers, right, and they got to control these zords, you know, they're like, "What? We don't really know how." Mm-hmm. He ends up figuring they, you know, and this is why I'm like, this is he's the perfect. Like you say, Nick Fury, you know, Zordon character for these people because he right away knows how to. Like he knows what to do. Yeah. Right. He understands that, hey, man, your weapons, right? Like you have these weapons Mm -hmm. and that they're powerful. And, you know, you can figure out a way to tame your Zords by doing that. And then they make a Zord. By the way, their Zords are sick. I love their Zords. Yeah, I, I know you do. Don't you have them all except one? I ha- almost, yeah. <clears throat> Trying. Who are you missing? Uh, the white in the Stego, Brachio Zord, obviously. Um, and I think there's a few other. I may be missing some auxiliary Zords, but I know I have the Core Three and the um, Triassic Rangers Zord. Oh yeah. But yeah, that Brachio Zord though, especially that uh, the DX one that came out, oh. it's cool because the head can come off and attach to the Megazord, which is sick. It's so funny to me because like when I see that that their dinosaurs, right? Yeah. I'm like, you know, Brachio Zord's Titanus, just black, right? Right. Black. Uh, I think he's sick, right? Like he's tight. Yeah. Um, 
huge carrying all the Zords. Yeah, like he's huge. And I don't know. Like I thought their Zords were really cool. Um, all of them. I always thought I was remembering you were wanting to get them all. So yeah. But they get the Zords, they form the Megazord, right? Here we are. Like, you know, they destroy old boy's ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get towards the end of the episode, right? Like, here we are. Mezagog. Like every single leader, I feel like gets pissed off at the people that mess up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then Tommy like gives them basically their I guess they have their morphers with them at all times, but to me it's also like their communicator, right? Oh yeah, there you go, dog. Dude, this is also to me like like I said, Dino Thunder is such a like time capsule. Cause dude, mm-hmm. the blinged out like chunky jewelry thing mm-hmm. was such a thing in that like early two thousands. It was cool. Yeah. Because remember yeah, the leather cool. strap, the thick leather strap watches were coming back with like the fat face, with the fat faces on them. Uh-huh. Like that was a thing. Chunky jewelry. I was like, God, this is so like. If you want to sum up the early, the like that early mid two thousands, yeah. Look at Dino Thunder. Oh, for sure. Isn't it funny? Like this, like this is exactly like you said, bro. Like that's what it was. Yeah, mid two thousands was that that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, um, and it was to me a good ending. Like they they had they got the bracelets. Like now they know like crap. We're Power Rangers, you know. Like yeah, Tommy gives them that charge. Like he gives them his he, like Optimus Prime speech of like yeah, you know. lives will never be the same. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I, I laughed about too, like rewatching it the other night. Uh, I was like, ooh, this didn't age well with uh, uh, Ethan when they tell him, like, ooh, we got to go get, or like, oh no, when they have to like actually become Rangers and all that. And like, he starts freaking out, which is funny because you would think he'd be the one most down for it, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, all BBL. BBL, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'll be back later. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hmm. You say if that only now. It still was, if only it still was like that, Ethan. I know. You say that now, dog. <laughs> they they watching you. Yeah, I know. It's funny, right? The lingo, like every that was when things were starting to try to get like uh shortened down like textile. LOL. That's what I remember yeah. that that year at school. That was like that 2003-4. I remember that was when I first heard about like, LOL. I'm like, what the heck is this? What is that? LOL. Yeah, what is it? Laugh out loud. Um, okay. And now basically turn into a period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's exactly what it is. Hello. But yeah. Um, oh my god. That's very much what it is, dude. Oh my god. <sighs> but yeah, dude, Dino Thunder's fun. Um just so everyone knows that the next episode 39, when we come out with that, that's going to be, uh, I guess, the second part. But that's going to be all about um, Tommy becoming the Black Dino Ranger. Yeah. Because to me, that's pretty epic. Like, this guy finally comes back, and, you know, he's not coming back as the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, the Red CO Leader Ranger, the Red Turbo Ranger. He's coming back as an all-new Ranger, and he's the Black uh, Dino Ranger. 
shield and all though because like that's right that's what i you know if you look back at him in both red outfits to me that's what was always missing with tommy because tommy's yeah. a shield guy he needs he needs some sort of like something he needs something to cover his shoulders yeah you know yeah, that that's him it is like to me that that's that's tommy Right. And that's going to be a fun one. And then for episode 40, right, because that's a big one. Uh, we, we always say those ones are kind of the big ones. We're going to dive deep into uh, the white Dino Ranger, Brent, his whole saga mm -hmm. and how eerily similar, like Mark, uh, Marcus said, eerily similar to how this shows more like Mighty Morphin than the rest before it. Yeah. Because, man, like this saga is similar to the Green Ranger saga. Not albeit it's not all the same episodes, but no. there is a lot. Well, plus also when you look at it too, condensed down, because I know that like on YouTube, Mighty Mor the Power Ranger channel has put like the entire five episode arc of Green with Evil that like condensed it down into like one longer video. And it's only like an hour and a half long, mm -hmm. which is funny. So that's the length of kind of three episodes with commercials. But when you look back at Green's Evil, there's some, there's a lot of filler in it and a lot of repeat stuff. This one was just go, go, go. So and it's I gonna be a fun like, one to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that one. Um, let's see. Do you got anything else for him? No, dude. I'm just, I'm excited to finally be talking about my favorite season. Oh, I know, because I'll let the cat out of the bag. Episode 41, we'll just go completely all about Dino Thunder. We're going to talk about the games. We'll talk about all the figures. We'll show some images of this stuff. And mm -hmm. then we're just going to let Marcus flow about his love letter. Yep. Might have to start <laughs> OnlyFans after. But. Oh, man. Here we come. Feet with cake. <laughs> Let's go. All right, man. Let him out. It's your boys. It's Richard. It's Marcus. We ranges of the grid. We got it. Grocery bag. Yeah.